0: Huber
1: in the morning. It's time for Weird News with Huber on 100.7 The Bay.
0: End up out sick today. He was in from about 4.30 to like 5.30 and then he gone. Not feeling well. We did just get a text from him saying that he's tested a negative for cave it. That's how you have to say it if you're from Baltimore. (laughs) Cave it with a T. Um, so that's good news. But he said he's got the green snot. He had the glassy eyes. He had the sweaty face. It's not good. Whatever it is, flu or some kind of an infection. So we'll see how long we're without end up. But nonetheless, he took the time to comb the world for weird news. He didn't have to go very far. As usual, straight down 95 <laughs> until it ends.
1: Florida.
0: That's right. A loose kangaroo terrorizes a Florida apartment complex. The residents of the Florida apartment complex are breathing a sigh of relief now that a kangaroo that made its way onto the property has been captured. The kangaroo was spotted last week in the swimming pool area of the Tampa complex, which was locked, according to the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. But video taken by residents shows that the confused animal was hopping all around, looking for a way out of the gated pool area. It's unclear how the kangaroo got into the locked area. Sheriff's deputies rounded up the animal, then reunited it with its owner? Uh Huh? (laughs) I didn't really think you were allowed to own those things. I mean, if the Tiger King taught us nothing, it's that, leave the animals alone. Yeah. Dogs and cats, maybe a snake or a lizard. But everything else, come on. Sheriff's deputies rounded up the animal, reunited it with its owner, who's registered to own an exotic animal. I don't want to offend people, but they should just kind of monitor whatever building that is, whatever office you got to go to to register for the exotic animal. Maybe they should just follow those people home and (laughs) see what other weird, sketchy things they're into.
2: Yeah. He was not doing a very good job being registered to have right. this.
0: I mean, chances are you knock on that door, he's going to answer in, like, boxer shorts and a black trench coat. <laughs> Skin hasn't seen the sun in, like, six months. Lives in Florida, but looks like he lives in Alaska. Yeah. Probably lives in a basement. Some elderly mom upstairs cooking soup. Even though it's 400 degrees on a Tampa Sunday afternoon, some kind of real hot <laughs> soup just permeating all the furniture and everything. That's just my mom. I keep the animals down here. <laughs> I can already hear it.
2: I just have so many questions about this whole story.
0: So, I uh, agree with you. It's like it got in to the pool area. But did not know how to get out. That's like when you, you know, you get a crab in the old crab pot or something. They can get in there, but they don't know how to get out. Right. <laughs> so I wonder if it was in the pool at any point. Oh. Can kangaroos swim? I don't know. I mean, Australia is an island, right?
2: So there is a video of this circling social media, and I didn't see it enter the pool at all, but it was hopping around the perimeter of it.
0: Putting towels on a chair for the next morning. Yeah. Exactly. That's my chair. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the most ridiculous yet time-honored traditions of pool culture. Wake up, go down to the pool, throw your towel on a chair, then go back up to the room. Either go to bed, eat breakfast, whatever. Then come back down, and every chair's got a towel on it, but nobody's at the pool.
2: Oh, that's so true. Oh, I hate it so it's much. So
0: bad. I would release a kangaroo into the pool <laughs> area just to wreak a little havoc to knock that off.
2: This is the equivalent of putting, like, a chair in front of your house? Yeah, for yeah. when it snows. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the Florida lawn chair yes. in your parking spot. That is a terrible <laughs> tradition. Uh, we gotta put a stop to that somehow. Yeah. Um,
2: so, if you could have any exotic mm, animal, what would it be? Just, as a You pet? mean if
0: I was living in a Hot basement where the rest of the house smelled like soup?
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's
0: a good question. Um, I like my things to be snuggly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably no reptile or anything. Leading into maybe like a koala. Why did I know you were going to say that? (laughs) Koalas are cute. I could get down with a sloth. They're slow. You know what I mean? No quick movements. They got the big hands. I could wear them like a scarf. It's like
2: your spirit animal. A sloth
0: would be nice. I think I could dig on a sloth. Now, let me just go a little deeper and make sure here. You know what I've always been a big fan of? Peacocks. They're beautiful. Ooh. I mean, I'm not going to snuggle with it. It's probably not going to hang out in the house. But I could have one rolling around the old uh, Hubert compound. I'd love a peacock. When I was a kid, my grandparents used to live in this... Um, I don't know what you want to call it. Technically, I guess it was a trailer park, but that doesn't really do it justice. It was in the Florida Keys, and it had canals, and everybody kept their boats on the canal and stuff. But there was always a peacock that roamed around there. And as a kid, like, I'd ride my bike, and you'd ride past the peacock, and he'd shake and open that big tail up. (laughs) It was awesome. Peacocks are cool, and they're beautiful. And then when the feathers dropped, I could, I don't know, put them in my hair or something.
2: Good. That checks out. So you're just gonna have a peacock and a goat Maybe, walking around? I like gotta
0: make you like a little dream catcher or something out of peacock feathers. Here, Alex, I made this for you. Wouldn't that be nice?
2: Oh, that, that'd be great. I'll just come in and just yeah. Why not?
0: Hang this from your rearview mirror, please.
2: I'll just put it all around the office. Put it in all my right.
0: car. Oh, I'm my mind. It is the Monday after the Super Bowl. And we're just hanging on by a thread. I can promise you that. We were talking a few minutes ago about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They announced their 2024 nominees list on Saturday. And uh, already social media abuzz with people liking it, hating it. I think that they did a great job this year. There are definitely some people who maybe belong in there that aren't yet. I say yet. Um, But the ones that are, I think, are pretty good. You got Cher, definitely uh, worthy, I think. Mariah Carey, for sure. Sinead O'Connor, RIP. Oasis, I mean, I could go on for a long time about how they may be the last giant rock group of all time, just because of how the world works now with ticket sales and and CD sales and stuff. I think they were the last great giant uh, success in that system. Uh, Sade, uh, also... You know, legendary voice, Sade, among the first-time nominees. Um, let's see. We got Foreigner in there. A lot of people have been complaining that Foreigner hadn't been in there. And they, they made the cut. Peter Frampton as well, one of the biggest live albums of all time. Cool in the Gang. I mean, come on. I love Cool in the Gang. I think that's fantastic. Of course, Coleslaw himself, Mr. Lenny Kravitz. Also on the list, the Dave Matthews Band, which is scary that they're yeah. eligible. Uh, Mary J. Blige, Juana Sedixion, who were incredibly at the forefront of what became the alternative music revolution there. Their records came out in the late 80s, but kind of set the soundtrack for what that 90s alternative sound was going to be. Tribe Called Quest, incredibly influential hip-hop group, Eric B. and Rakim in that same vein. Um, And they've been at least nominated once in the past. Ozzy, who is already part of the Pantheon as a member of Black Sabbath, has gotten the nod as a solo artist. That happens quite a bit, too. You got, like, Fleetwood Mac, then Stevie Nicks, so on and so forth. And uh, it was a pretty diverse list. But uh, some snubs, some things that people are mad that weren't on the list that have been eligible. Some for quite some time. The B-52s, which I agree, they were pretty innovative as far as that uh, modern rock situation goes. The Pixies. I think they're right there with Gene's Addiction as far as, you know, there would be no Nirvana or or um, uh, Pearl Jam or Alice in Chains or any of those bands without the Pixies. I think they must go in. Outcasts that brought Southern hip-hop to the forefront coming out of Atlanta, I think they've got to be in as well. Smashing Pumpkins, this is where the argument is for me. I think there's no Smashing Pumpkins unless there's the Pixies. And if the rock hall's all about influence, then... Shouldn't the influencer go in, not yeah. the person who got successful doing that same sound? I don't know. That's a tough argument. Uh, Label Barry White in excess, and the Commodores also noticeably left off of the list, and... Uh I, I'm a big NXS fan. I I would love to see them go in. So, you know, look, is the thing perfect? No. Is it flawed? Of course, but everything's flawed. And you know, the everything you're talking about something that's objective, you know, it's like, I love a band. You don't love the band. Does that mean they're more or less influential? I don't know. And the rock and roll thing. I mean, who cares to me? It's, you know, rock and roll is like an attitude, not necessarily like a specific sound. Yeah, I think I agree Uh, with you there. And, you know, look, we're going to run out of rock bands if we just keep it to rock and roll. (laughs) Eventually, just everybody who created a rock record will be in there because the genre is getting smaller and smaller and smaller every day. So let's not be so uh, narrow-minded about that, is my thought anyway. Last night was the Super Bowl. It went into overtime and right at the end of what would have been the first quarter of overtime. Kansas City Chiefs knocked one in for a touchdown and... A way they want back-to-back Super Bowl champions. Now, could they do a three-peat? Well, the odds makers think so. According to this email I got here uh, from Jerry Coleman, they are a 5-1 to favorite to win it again next year. San Francisco 49ers, you ask? Well, they're 6-1. to Lions 7-1, to followed by your Baltimore Ravens at 12-1 to odds. Not bad to put down right now enough that you'd feel pretty good about what you'd win, it'd be worth doing it I guess, put a hundred down on that maybe I don't
1: know. If I'm the one betting on it I promise you it won't work out
0: (laughs) Producer Matt joins us here on the program, he'll be talking with you later on, and I'm sure he'll be talking about the commercials. I know you're going to be talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin with a mullet. It was Dang. one of the most glorious things I've ever seen. I
1: was so floored. <laughs> I was all the way in on that commercial before Stone Cold right. showed up, and
0: then when, as soon as you saw him, you're like, "Oh, this is going to be great." <laughs> uh, let's see who's down the bottom, just out of curiosity. Loving to see the Patriots at hundred to one odds. Ooh, that tracks. The dreaded Pittsburgh Steelers, 66 to 1 odds.
1: But they won't have a losing record.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, lowest odds, the Carolina Panthers coming in at 150 to 1. Hey, that's a great payout. Yeah. If they uh, take the Super Bowl next year um we asked you at the Huber in the morning social pages about what your favorite commercial was alex you have that available i do
2: so we have a lot of people checking in a few people said the volkswagen commercial was really good it was cool
0: it was a heartstring tugger kind of but it was cool
2: so where do you guys land on the couch potatoes commercial
0: uh we were talking off the air and i think it was hilarious and i liked it the problem is i'm gonna put you on the spot matt what was it for I have no idea. Right.
1: That's, that's the oh, rub, it right? Uh, Pluto TV? It was. Oh, it was. It. I was going to say,
0: I think it was a streaming service. It was Pluto TV. You're right. But that's one of those things where a lot of people talking about the couch potato commercial, but not a lot of people talking about Pluto TV.
1: Well, and it's also kind of weird branding. Like, hey, watch our stuff. You'll turn into a couch potato. We were talking about that. That's, that's a good it.
0: point. We were talking about that at my house, too. At least they were showing like a guy lifting weights and everybody like looked like they were in good shape minus their potato costume. I'm sure that was by design. Um did you notice how much the cast of Suits showed up in the Super Bowl?
1: All I could think about was you. <laughs> yes. There was that whole commercial where it was like a courtroom scene yeah. and everything. And Judge you were the Beauty. only
0: thing I saw. Judge Beauty yep. with all of the people from Suits. And then there was a T-Mobile commercial, I think, too, with Harvey and Mike uh, doing their <laughs> audition for the T-Mobile thing that uh, the guys from Scrubs do. I thought that was a good spot, too. Yeah. Laura Dern playing the uh, untuned acoustic guitar. It was pretty funny. Uh, lots of great spots from, from last night. And a lot of people checking in here uh, on our Facebook pages. Feel free to do the same and 410-584-100.7 as well. Uh, Matt, did you have a favorite? Was it the uh,
1: mullet commercial? Uh, Definitely the mullet commercial. Because like I said, I was all the way in on that just because of how cool it was before Stone Cold showed up. And then once the glass breaks, it's game over.
0: I mean, we had uh, Queen Bee. We had the the NFL Sunday Ticket one with all the rave or the uh, Eagles and the Seahawks and the that Ravens and awesome. Birds. That was a really really good one. Chris Pratt definitely looking like Mr. Pringles. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> um, and Christopher Walken. I forgot about that one. The BMW commercial yeah. where everybody was doing the Walken impressions to uh, Chris Walken was good. And the Uber Eats commercial where they forgot everything. Oh, that's right, yeah. Every time was... you remember something, you forget something else. And like David Schwimmer or whatever, Jennifer Anderson didn't even recognize David oh, that's Schwimmer. Right. Right. That was pretty hilarious as well. Uh and Gronk missing the field goal with the Carl Weathers patch. That was it just seemed like a miss, like it was a mistake or something. They didn't have enough time to do it, and it just—everything about it, the,
1: the audio was bad. It Just the whole thing missed. It felt very rushed. However, I picked Grunk to miss that pick on FanDuel, <laughs> no! so— what, what did you get? I'm about to look right now live, because you get a share of, like, right. $10 million in bonus bets. Right. So we're going to log See, into my yeah, what, thing what's right what's your now. account chalked up to now? Oh, uh, come on, face ID. <laughs> all right. It doesn't
0: recognize your face because it's all bloated from too many nachos <laughs> right? or too much soup.
1: Oh, I love that my account hasn't updated yet. That's a, Oh, wait, no, hold on. I got a $25 bonus bet. Hey. I mean, boom, that's pretty good. That's good. 50-50 odds bet. That's yeah. good. Now yeah. I don't know what to bet
0: on because football's over. I know, right. I was asking somebody last night, not, nobody was really sure. When does the Rocks League start? The Rock Uh, Football League. It's
1: a spring league. I feel like March.
0: Yeah, it should be soon, right? Yeah, the
1: uh, UFL, United Football League.
0: You would think they wouldn't want to put too much water under the football bridge. Like People are kind of in there, used to watching it on Sundays and kind of in their zone.
1: Like Let's keep that momentum going. It definitely starts very soon. D.C. Defenders, let's go. That's right. I was looking up ticket prices. I want to go to a game. Uh, so, lots going on here. Uh, Producer
0: Matt, will get in from 3 to 7, and I'm sure we'll have uh, more chatter about the big old Super Bowl last night. And uh, what would you eat before we let you go? Uh, pizza John's pizza
1: and wings from Richardson's Farms.
0: Ooh. Man, oh, man. Kept it local. Yep. Kept it delicious. Good for you. Huber in the morning.